I'm Sarah Becker, and I love talking about money. I believe that money doesn't have to be scary, that curiosity is more important than correctness, and that everyone can become an expert of their own money with a little bit of help, and that's where I come in. This summer has not been easy. My expectations were too high, and I wasn't prepared for the huge shift in schedules, work expectations, and living half a country from where we spend the school year. I mean, it is a huge privilege to live somewhere else for the summer. I love being in Vermont these months, but it's also a huge logistical transition. Like a lot goes into making this happen. In June, I felt a huge loss of adrenaline and motivation after a busy work spring. And I found myself just kind of listlessly slipping into habits that made me feel worse. Like my phone addiction. And also related, is everyone either in Europe or at the Taylor Swift Eras tour except me? The answer is yes. And I just kind of had like some wallowing about it, which is so crazy because again, I am in Vermont for the summer. Like that is an incredible, I, the, a goal that I have just been working towards for so, it's just, I should be feeling so accomplished and uh, hashtag blessed. And like, I haven't been this summer. I have just been eoring around. Okay. So I've really been wallowing. I've just been in a funk. There's no better word to describe it. And so two weeks ago, I just, I got sick of myself. I decided this is not who I am. This is definitely not who I want to be, who I want to model for my son, who's obviously home all summer. And even though I had zilch motivation to change my days, I was going to do it anyway. I was going to work myself out of this funk. I was going to pretend to be the person I wanted to be to trick my brain to actually being that person. And two and a half weeks later, I am here to tell you it's working. It is so annoying that the things we all know we should be doing actually work, but I still feel the need to tell you about them and also tell you how much they cost, how much I spent on them, because that's what we do around here, right? So the first thing I had to do was the hardest. It was free monetarily, but not mentally. It was change my expectations. James Clear, who wrote Atomic Habits, also writes one of my favorite email newsletters, and I saved this quote from a recent one. Quote, it's easier to fend off a bad day than achieve a perfect day. Rather than do your best, avoid your worst. I mean, game changer. I literally thought about and journaled the worst and hardest parts of the day and made little tweaks to make them easier. And we'll talk more about that in a minute. The second thing I did was get outside in the morning. Also, zero dollars. Another mega annoying thing that the mega annoying experts say that annoyingly works is getting outside in the morning, staying outside for 15 minutes. Like if you're in the sun, even better. But there's an extra bonus if you leave your phone inside, which I try to do. And I have to say, it is like a very grounding experience. I go outside with my dogs for about 15 to 20 minutes every morning before I even check my phone, before I, you know, touch base with my family. Outside is the first thing I do, and it helps a lot. The third is long walks every day, also zero dollars. I put a podcast in, an audiobook in, I leash up my dog, I can call a friend, I go with my whole family, like whatever it takes. It makes such a huge difference in my energy levels and I sleep better too. And I had a couple of people ask when I've mentioned this, like, when do you find the time to do that? A long walk? Like I walk about 45 to 60 minutes a day or I try to. 
I go in that weird little sweet spot of time when I finish work around 4.35 p.m. and before it's time to eat dinner, like around 6.30 p.m. So 5 to 6.30 is a good little window of time for me to go. And it's a window of time that normally gets eaten up by something else that isn't productive anyway. So this has been a better shift for my time. Speaking of time, another way I have found this nice long hour to take a long walk is putting more strict social media limits on my phone. This also costs zero dollars. I was spending, guys, this is so embarrassing. I was spending an hour on TikTok a day and an additional 45 minutes on Instagram a day, only about 15 minutes on Facebook. But if we total that up, that's a nice 120 minutes, which my six-year-old recently learned is two hours. So I now have set a limit for 15 minutes on social media a day. And that is it. So I can spend that on TikTok, on Instagram, on both, whatever. When it's done, it's done. I usually use it up. I usually use the first like 10 minutes up first thing in the morning because normally I have something to post or I want to get on stories or something like that. Um, and then I will save the last five minutes and I check it when I'm like brushing my teeth, like right before I put my phone away in the evening um, and respond to messages or whatever. And it has changed my life in just two weeks. And honestly, I'm also missing nothing. Like that was my biggest pain point to having stricter social media limits was what if I miss something? So if I had any downtime, I'd be on Instagram in case I missed something. Um, I'm missing freaking nothing. Uh, so yeah, yeah. Okay, the next thing actually taking vitamins, liquid IV, and limiting caffeine. This cost me about $30 a month. So I'm officially on the magnesium and vitamin D train. I do blood work every year and my vitamin D has been deficient. And then magnesium has also been recommended to me by a health provider for sleep. And I can absolutely tell the difference in my quality of sleep on these two things. I feel such a big difference as well when I drink liquid IV, which I started about six months ago. Again, after my doctor told me to, I buy it on sale at Costco for about $22 for a month's supply. I just buy whatever flavor is on sale. Although my favorite is definitely the tangerine, which also has like extra vitamin C. And then my vitamins are about $8 a month. So I already drink very little caffeine, like maybe one iced coffee a week as like a treat, but I don't make coffee in the morning, you know, but I basically like I drink zero during the work week. Um, and I just have that little treat on the weekends only. Another huge thing, which has taken a lot of discipline, but now it feels so easy just, you know, 20 days in is plugging my phone in a different room at 8 p.m. I use my Fitbit as an alarm for the morning instead. And then after 8 p.m., I typically read free books on my Kindle via Libby. Shout out to your public library. I'll have a snack. I'll debrief the day with my husband. I'll, you know, watercolor. I'll do whatever I want um, that is not on my phone. And it's huge. I will say that I have a friend that I text with like, all day, every day about like whatever. She's my closest friend. I will go to where my phone is charging after 8 p.m. to like shoot her some texts. But after 8 p.m., my phone is on downtime, which is something I was able to do. Like I found out when I was doing my social media limits, which basically means that I cannot access any apps between 8 p.m. and 8 a.m. So all my phone can do is phone calls and texts. So when I go to text Amanda, like I'm not tempted by any of the other apps on my phone because they're all grayed out and, you know, I can't access them. The final thing I've done, which I have been able to do because of my social media limits is Sarah Hour. I've spent about $30 on supplies for Sarah Hour and this is how it works. 
Sarah Hour allows me to turn the worst part of my day into one of my favorites. So my personal witching hour is 3 to 4 p.m. I am at my worst self. Like, please forgive me for anything I say between 3 to 4 p.m. In fact, you've probably never spoken to me between 3 to 4 p.m. And that is intentional, okay? My energy dips, my mood becomes irritable, and I definitely need a snack. And before Sarah Hour, which <laughs> you guessed it, I've made from 3 to 4 p.m., I used to either try to power through work and I would do a bad job, or I would let myself fall asleep and then feel groggy for the rest of the day. So now I give myself rules for this 60 minutes in the middle of the, of the afternoon. No work, no phone, no chores. I listen to music or a podcast and I paint. I am not great. I am learning watercolor. I've spent about $30 on supplies for learning watercolor, but it is so satisfying and wonderful has absolutely changed my days for the better. You wouldn't have to do watercolor during your hour. You could read. You could take your walk during your hour. You could double up. And again, you know, when people are like, where do you find this time? I have found it because I was spending two hours a day on social media, which is just ugh, disgusting, okay? Um, I probably only need to spend about 15 minutes on Instagram for work or on social media for work a day, which is what I'm trying out now. If I ever have to go up more, like I will definitely think about it really strongly before I change my limit. But anyway, that time, it means I'm working more efficiently before 3 p.m., which means I can take a whole hour from 3 to 4 p.m. for Sarah hour. And then typically I'm feeling so refreshed. I will get back in my inbox, clear it out for the day, you know, schedule whatever needs to be scheduled for the morning and be on my way to my long walk. So these are all things that have really, really, really helped me. If your summer sucks too, I hope you try some of these out. If you have found other things that really help you, please let me know. We are all in this together. Summer 2023, we can do it. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this bite-sized podcast, you can re recommend it to a friend. That is huge. You can rate and review five stars, which is also huge. And you can find me at BeckerTalksMoney.com and on Instagram at BeckerTalksMoney.